0: Welcome to the Glee Man's Apprentice, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am your Gleeman, Man, Twish Avery.
1: And I am his apprentice, Mandy Cat. Traveling the West in search of every story, the Greenness goes. by mighty foes, the telling of the wheel made up by different spokes he comes across a long last singing whose clothes are tattered to worn. invited her on his journey
0: As Mandy Cat has already read the first four books of the series, there are always potential spoilers up through The Shadow Rising.
1: And after that, I'll be reading the rest of the books for the very first time with my green Man, Twitch.
0: Okay, welcome back to the Gleam as Apprentice. I, of course, am your resident Gleeman, Twitch Avery.
1: And I'm as Apprentice Mandycat.
0: And uh today we are continuing with our uh, slow pace um and just doing uh one chapter, uh chapter 50, Traps. And
1: Yes, another Rand chapter.
0: Yes, and we are uh um continuing the saga that is rant. I love this chapter. It's it's a lot of fun, so. But before we get into that, how has everything been going?
1: Well, I'll let our listeners miss my ranting, but I was whining about the impact of COVID when you try so hard to avoid it and you still have to quarantine and such. Uh, It's not fun. Yeah. Life, literally, life interrupted. And I have empathy for those who. Have less skills than I because I was not a happy camper. So anyway, quarantine's over. Uh,
0: nice. T- but time course, to get time to get back to life, right?
1: That's how I'm feeling. So how are you doing?
0: Good. We had a I went out into the garage Saturday morning and I heard something weird. So I opened up the utility closet where the water heater and everything is. And we had a burst pipe. Um, so I oh. called somebody out and they were like, yeah, seeing it as a weekend, if I started delving into this, you're paying like $200 an hour, um, because of overtime charges, you know, and, and there's a chance we might have to get the city involved in their clothes. So we've been without water for the past couple of days and finally got this uh. t- today. So I, I, I taped up the, cause there, I, I could see the hole. So I taped up the, yeah. or like where it was coming from. So I taped that up with like that, like weird rubber sticky stuff. Yeah. And, um, and then turned it on, you know, for a couple hours at a time to get, you know, to do stuff, you know, to wash hands, flush toilets, shower real fast, do dishes, you know, stuff like that. But
1: yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. Growing up in Minnesota, like in the winter, your pipes can freeze just a fact of life, especially old farmhouses. So I remember going through that as like a middle schooler and, oh, my gosh, you go outside in 20-degree weather because you'd rather pee outside than pee in the same toilet as everyone else that hasn't been flushed for, like, half a week.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: But it also, this makes me laugh because I'm like, oh, I think in today's chapter, I don't know if I highlighted it, but Rand asks for water for washing. Yeah. it's, like, such a no-no. And I'm like, ooh, but Americans, like, people are in awe of how much water we waste as Americans because we're so used to, like, uh, extra showers I'm actually not i'm I'm okay with the no shower club, but um, uh, I still appreciate a nice long shower here and there so oh, yeah oh my gosh, that's funny. so sorry to hear you're limited on your water.
0: no, it's okay we we got a fix and it wasn't that big of a deal um in the end it was a pretty easy fix, but it was it was uh you know. An inconvenience. Not nearly as inconvenient as like getting COVID, but it was an inconvenience. So, uh, especially
1: with children in the house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you you must have felt like an IEL like suddenly water is so important. You need it for cooking and cleaning and.
0: I don't know. Children. I don't know if I'll ever be cool enough to feel like an IEL, but. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) With that, yeah, let's jump right into your cat notes
1: yeah so good to remind people we ended last week it was rand's kind of journey following the trollic attacks to cold rocks hold he gets there does the whole formal greeting to uh ruark's other wife leanne the roof mistress he's let in coolan isn't that was a big deal
0: yeah fuck. and so
1: so he's Hanging out, and actually, it ends. He and Moraine are pissed at each other again, and it just ends. I'm going for a walk. That's exactly how chapter 49 ended. So, yeah, chapter 50. Rand goes outside on his walk, fuming over Moraine's manipulations because, again, he does not want to be handed to the tower on a leash. Um, but he actually calls himself out, like, Well, of course, I am using IEL myself. So, yeah. yeah, no kidding, Rand. Okay, Brand Explorers, Cold Rocks Hold, it seemed like he was just observing stuff, they're town yep. folks of all type, kids playing with spears, you know, normal IEL children and stuff. Uh, I like that there was a description of a silversmith who is a woman, but then there was also the blacksmith, and he just thinks every one of these people, even though they distinctly don't look like warriors, still look like they know how they could use a spear.
0: Yep, yep. Yep they all, um, they're they're all in shape they all move yeah. with a purpose they they're even even though they're not the actual soldiers they you know they've grown up in a society that where uh, it's 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 like a warring society yep you know they're constantly at war with with other clans they're constantly having to fight the dangers of the Isle waste you know what i mean they're like they're, they're hard people
1: um i enjoy that rand has an observation Little girls wear their hair and braids really close to what Igween was wearing. <laughs> Crazy coincidence. <laughs>
0: so, she must have taken it out because I'm sure one of the other I.O. women were like, dude, that's how little girls dress in our culture. It it oh. it, 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 it kind of irks me that like we've talked about this before. Rand's not stupid. He's an intelligent man. But when it like RJ always makes him when it comes to these little nuanced things. He He's he can't put to being her together.
1: A sheep it's like, yeah. come on,
0: you you like the the statement that Avienda made about, oh, they have decided she is grown, you know. Instead of thinking, oh, what grown, what grown her hair? No, dumbass, <laughs> she's grown. She's grown up, you know. Pull your head out of your ass. But anyway, oh, it's funny. It is know, funny.
1: Home. Um, I don't. I might have skipped to this, but at one point we know Avienda super busy cleaning rugs, like beating them, and she seems just pissed off. Because apparently Amos told her she must watch her emotions, and more or less this is her punishment. And Rand's just thinking, Huh, the wise ones are a bit similar to the Aes Sedai. Yeah. Giving out these punishment, watch your emotions, blah blah blah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So Rand wanders over to the peddlers. He sees Kyle with Natale. Um, and they seem to be entertaining a new audience and or Kyle also doesn't want not tail out of her sight
0: yeah so so he thinks to himself it makes sense that jason and Taylor would like to be here because instead of the shido camp because there's more there's more viewers there's new audience that he hasn't performed for yet okay. um it's either that or because kylie doesn't want him out of her sight because she apparently is fairly controlling which is fine and
1: there's a weird something between the two of them like yeah, yeah. by this point you've picked up like what is your deal um because yeah she is controlling but it also seems to me like she doesn't trust him so why 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 uh no sight of isandra or kadir so then rand he's trying to get into the roof of the maiden so a different building i take it but he's refused and they're really amused that he even tried to get into where all the maidens are it's funny yeah it's just another how would he know
0: exactly and i mean most of the maidens like you said they're amused they're not like pissed off like i feel like avianda gets so critical of him his ignorance you know it's like his fault that he's ignorant whereas it seems like these maidens they kind of think it's funny yeah
1: and then it kind of takes, I didn't quite understand what was, all was going on, but he's looking. It says he looks at several offerings. Basically, it seems like the maidens are selling some of their items. Am I correct? It's like they have some jewelry out and stuff.
0: So he um, he told the first maiden that he was uh, looking for a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he finally found this this ivory bracelet that he thinks. You know, is fitting for Avianda. I don't know if you wrote any description down for Oh it.
1: absolutely. Um, An ornately carved ivory bracelet with thorns amongst the roses. Absolutely fitting for Avianda.
0: But no, his his whole point is he he's hoping that if he gives her a gift is like a thank you for teaching me type thing, yeah. it'll make her less prickly. It'll it'll make her easier yeah. to be around. Like that's his goal.
1: Yeah, because he does emphasize, the Aiel really like their gifts. I'll get Avienda a gift. Okay, it's kind of a bribe. Like, that's what he's going through yeah. in his brain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, It's that ivory bracelet I noted was sold by Adeline. She's the golden-haired Aiel we've met before. She has a long scar on her face. And then when he explains, yeah, it's a gift for Avienda because she's been teaching me. He in- inwardly thinks I don't want to say it's blackmail because she needs to stop hating me, but Adeline looks at him oddly and refuses payment. I will Rand- take- oh, go ahead and read it. Yeah.
0: I will take no price for this Randall Thor," she said, putting the bracelet in his hand. Is this wrong? I, I don't want to dishonor Avienda in any way. It will not dishonor her. She beckoned a guy's shine woman carrying pottery cups and pitcher on a silver tray. Pouring two cups, she handed one to him. Remember honor, she said, sipping from his cup. So anyways, mm-hmm. they go through this fun little ritual.
1: Yeah, he they- does it with 70 other people. Remember honor, sip some tea, remember honor. And all I can think is, oh my gosh, you must have had a pee so bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my mind went. <laughs> but okay so he does this strange ritual he has no idea why and then he again goes to find avienda right because he has a gift now uh yep so this is where she's beating the rugs outside of the house and um rand reassures her as he presents this gift the maidens don't think it a dishonor (laughs) yeah she's, she's looking at it like it's a prison manacle um mentions yeah maidens can't wear these like Rattling jewelry it interferes with our weapons. Yep.
0: Nope. She straight up says, I have given bracelets and necklaces to friends who did not carry the spear, Randall Thor, but I have never worn one. Her voice was perfectly flat. Such things rattle and make noise to give you away when you must be silent. They catch when you must move quickly. But you can wear it now that you are going to be a wise one, right? She's like, Yeah, I guess so. Fuck. It.
1: <laughs> yeah, she actually leaves it on, but then Rand yep. goes ahead and it's like, yeah, they really have this weird ceremony. And then Avianda's all embarrassed. Um yeah. and has to explain, Well, the maidens believe you've taken a special interest in me and you're trying to catch my eye. So Rand's just like, Oh MG, I'm gonna go set them straight, but Avianda's like, No. no nope. nope. That would be a huge dishonor.
0: Yep. they so you, I- what was the exact quote, uh, you accepted their approval and now you would reject it? That would dishonor me.
1: Yeah, so I'm just like, well, the wheel weaves as the wheel wills, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. So next, it's this is just Rand's journey about towns. Then he goes to find the wise ones and asks Amos, Hey. <laughs> did you force Avienda to apologize to me about the words last night? And Amos yeah. is like, no, a forced apology isn't an apology.
0: Yeah, we kind of skipped over that, actually. She uh, she did say, I am sorry if I ruined your meal, Randall Thor. Please go. Amos said I must clean all of these rugs and carpets, no matter how long it takes. It will take all night if you stand here talking. So, yeah, we kind of skipped over the fact that she did Oh, we were going to loop back
1: to. fight. Oh,
0: okay, sorry. So, basically... <laughs> I got the bracelet
1: blackmail worked is yeah, she did actually apologize to him. Kind of apologized to him. Mm-hmm. Um, did you wanna read It was a better apology H1? than a
0: lot of the other apologies we've seen in these books so far. <laughs> yeah. But she must learn to control her anger. A wise one must be in control of her emotions. A wise one must be in control of her emotions, not they in control of her. With a slight smile, Siana glanced sideways at Melane. The sun haired woman, compressed her lips and sniffed. I love that part. Because we already know that Melane is a little quick tempered, right?
1: Yeah, she's kind of like Kooladin in the gang. But uh again, this is what this was the moment Rand's like, Yeah, they're too similar to I Sedai to for my liking. Um But he does, he just keeps conversing with them, like, well, I know Avienda's the spy, and Amos is just, you know nothing, Rand Snow, right? (laughs) She's just, like, flat out, don't you F with me, child. Yeah. More back and forth about if Rand's true desire is to keep Avienda, since he could, technically speaking, refuse her, which he never has, and him claiming, no, I want to know exactly who the spy is. And then Rand just feels leaves feeling like working with iel is as bad as working with the tyrant high lord yeah which is really funny
0: <laughs> yeah yeah but i i love it uh because he's he's he basically says you know i i'm satisfied to leave her right where she is she will not find out what you want and melaine just i i wrote i uh highlighted this because i love this melaine just snaps what we want, the prophecies say, a remnant of a remnant shall be saved. What we want, Randall Thor, Kare Karn, is to save as many of our people as we can. Whatever your blood and your face, you have no feeling for us. I will make you know our blood for yours if I have to lay the And then Amos cuts her off. Oh. And then of course he wanders off wondering What was she gonna lay?
1: Oh, what? She... yeah. Ooh.
0: Hens lay eggs.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> other people lay different things.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but it's eventually Rand is just brought to his bedroom, and this is the moment he asks the Geishin, right? The uh, basically, yep. they're not indentured servants. What's a better description of them?
0: Um, they are
1: prisoners prisoners of
0: war. Of war. Um, kind of. Well, they're they're prisoners of war, but they're. They're not watched over because it's like.
1: The honor and dishonor. It's, it's right? the honor,
0: exactly. It's, They're building their honor back. Okay, yeah.
1: so her name is Chion. Yes. Yes, the guy in Chion for water. Not willing to do another sweat lodge for a shower. And he's thinking, well, they wouldn't make a Gwener Moraine do that. <laughs> but we're all like, no, really. They do use sweat lodges, also, Rand. Yeah. So he cleans up and redresses. Um, because he's thinking of, he's thinking ahead. He's like, well, it gets really cold in the tents. It's not like this is much better. And he just slips right into dreamland, which brings him directly to a waterwood wet dream. Because he is jumping in the pond <laughs> with Min in a lane, just right then and there. Uh, in, in the same dream, he's seeing Avienda to the side, simply observing, and he makes an offer like, come on in. I'll teach you how to swim. Okay. He's flirting. Here it is. But then something shifts, and he's aware of this gorgeous naked woman watching him.
0: Should I allow you to be unfaithful to me even in your dreams? She said. Somehow he was aware without looking that Elaine and Min and Avianda were not there anymore. This was beginning to feel very odd. You cannot escape me she murmured. Those dark eyes seemed far deeper than the pond. I will make you enjoy this so you never forget. Asleep or awake. Ugh. Ugh. I kind of skipped over the part where she... Yeah, I kind of... It's land, fear. she, She jumped into the pool. I skipped over that part.
1: Oh, yeah. She just goes on him, wraps herself on him, and she's all just, like, all over him, and he's actually trying to resist, so she wraps tighter, and she's like... I ought to mark you, yeah. and then, of course, goes into yeah. I never liked that twit Ayana, and now why are there two or three other women around you?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: takes a bite out of his neck, vampire. Who knew? But then, strange, this dreams, just gets stranger. Yes, it a does. A man's voice calls from the side of the pond. So is this how you amuse yourself? When I wonder where you have gone, why should I hold to anything when you risk our plan this way? Uh that's weird. So yeah. woman jumps out, suddenly she's in her white gown and silver belt, facing a blurry form. So Rand can't quite make out this form, but here's a man's voice, and it seems mostly man.
0: Yeah.
1: Um then there's kind of an intense conversation between Lanfear and this man-shape, which I'm assuming is a uh, Forsaken.
0: I, that would be a safe guess, yeah. Lanfear yeah. says, Risk, she sneered. You fear risk as much as Mohedian don't you? You would creep about like the spider herself. Had I not hauled you out of your hole, you'd still be in hiding and waiting to snatch a few scraps. If you cannot c- you can control your appetites the blur said in the man's voice why should i associate with you at all if i must take risks i want a greater reward than pulling strings on a puppet
1: damn yeah, puppetry in this whole book yeah it just makes me think of marionettes we're all marionettes and um then the
0: blur shimmered somehow ran new he was like hesitating
1: yep and then even Landfear vanishes, right? That's where Ran does his wake up. Fucking Landfear. Yeah. Just don't trust her, guys. So Ran wakes up. He does immediately he feels and he can feel teeth marks and his fingers are bloody from his neck in the real world. So she really did bite him, guys. She's a vampire. Creepy. And then that's when he finally, like, as he's awakened, he's like, Oh man, that was Landfear, right? Yeah. And um uh, going on in his head a little bit like he has a little bit. He had not dreamed her and that other, a man, a cold smile crept onto his face, referring around. And he's just thinking traps all around traps for unwary feet. Have to watch where I step now. So many traps. Everybody was laying them Yeah. Um, laughing softly. He twisted around to go back to sleep and froze holding his breath. He was not alone in the room land fear so then of course he pulls out his fire sword except it's not land fear it's poor Abienda just sitting on the floor staring at him yeah <laughs> but she can't move because he actually used air to bind her like probably not even i'm guessing he didn't quite know what he was doing but she's just sitting there frozen yeah. and probably terrified
0: yeah no it, it says the she couldn't even move her head because he he bound it above her because he, he, uh. he expected somebody standing.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he really thought it was land fear. Yeah. So he releases... Um, well, and let me back up. Fair point, Rand, because that's exactly what happened in the beginning of the book, correct? Yeah. He approached him in his bedroom. It wasn't a great scene because didn't she bind him with air? It wasn't great yes. for him, I mean. Well,
0: yeah. So. Yeah, they... I think that was during like the stone Dance chapter. Yeah. But...
1: So anywho, he releases... And she explains, well, the wise ones have been watching your roof at night. And she stops as she says she wanted to watch from inside. And he immediately is just like, you motherfucking dreamwalkers. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't know how he put it together so quickly, actually, because I guess I wasn't as aware. You know, we know Perrin and Eguine and girls are all about Teleronriad. Um, I didn't realize Rand had it in his mind as much. So anyway, freaking Avienda had decided to come into his dream. And I'm just thinking, here's what you didn't know, Rand Snow. They have <laughs> been watching you from the inside out.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he's- so
1: this is where the scene just gets cooler, right? It just, it's just fascinating. Uh, Rand senses other evil. So basically he's like, here's my fire sword. Avienda get behind me. Opens the door to see the guy Chiyon making out with a really tall cloaked man.
0: Yeah, weird. Only
1: not a man. It's a drag car sucking the life right out of her. <laughs> so, But Rand's already in the void, so he doesn't fall prey to the drag car song. Exactly. And he cleanly slices its head with his sword. So he saved himself. He knows it, too. I,
0: if- I love this scene because he's just walking towards it, and the drag car is like, stoked because he's like, Oh,
1: yeah, I got another
0: one. Right, you know? And Yeah, coming at me. It, yeah. And uh but no, Rand's not under a spell and just whoo! <laughs> I love it.
1: Yeah. Chian's already dead.
0: Yes, yeah, so Chian. be it.
1: And Rand is still still calm. He's using that voice. Like, how do I sound the alarm? And Abia and, uh, you know, well there's a gong outside the main door. So Rand has to open the door only to see Siana's dead body.
0: Yeah. So she was
1: the one watching the roof that night and he's he knows she didn't have a chance. So he hits the gong and as he approaches, there's another drag car to kill. <laughs> and at the same time, all this is happening at once. Shouts of men and Trollocs and more gongs ringing. Rurark comes to the ready. Matt appears as well. Rand drops the for Rurark provided, insisting they hunt for me. Let them see my face. Goes after more drag car. I think he's laughing maniacally at the yep. same
0: time. yep. No, I I I love that. I love that. Um, they can't find me if they do not know where I am.
1: Yeah. yeah. Which, again, it's like his his random moments of huge clarity is just like, oh, you're probably not wrong. Yep. Good job, buddy.
0: No, I love it. I love it. All right.
1: Okay, so RJ actually skips most of this battle scene. It just kind of wraps right into Matt's perspective. Like he do. Afterward. Yep. yep. And Matt's now angry at Rand for pulling me into this battle. I should have just stayed snug as a bug in my blankets. And he's still not ready to totally blame being Taviran himself. Nope. Um, Nope. Matt pulls his sword shaft out of a trolloc. Again, Mad Rand's pulling him into this crazy shit again. There's a maiden chit-chatting with Matt about his admirable fighting skills. she expresses gratitude i'm glad that i held back the trollocs because they could have broken to the hold but matt just very casually nah trollocs were just a distraction so then she's in awe of like oh you have some war wisdom and he just mumbles oh i read sometimes <laughs> totally I read a book once. again not yeah. admitting he has bits and pieces of other men's memories Nope. um Matt sees Asandra and approaches her to do some bragging and flirting, and she just goes inside her wagon and slams the door on him, which I find funny.
0: Yeah. She's what, not t-
1: Not today, Matt. Not
0: today. <laughs> what do you say? The Trollocs are done. A hard fight, but you're safe now, my lady. Oh, ho, hee. Pump, pump, oh. pump. Stick on my chest. Look at me. I've got my yeah. cool spear sword.
1: Um, I'll go ahead and read some of Moraine's. Moraine calls out to Rand, and we hear, Rand, matters grow more dangerous, Rand. The attack at Imrstan could have been aimed at the Aiel, Not likely, yet it could have been. But tonight, the draghar was were surely aimed at you, Rand. I know. Moraine, <laughs> not happy. Prophecy is most dangerous. When you try to make it happen, did you not learn that in Tyr? The pattern weaves itself around you, but when you try to weave it, even you cannot hold it. Force the pattern too tight and pressure builds. It can explode wildly in every direction. Who can say how long before it settles to focus on you again or what will happen before it does?" And again, Rand's just like, okay.
0: As clear as most of your explanations, Rand said dryly. What do you want, Moraine? It is late and I am tired. And she's just like, yeah, go.
1: Confide in me. Like, let me know your effing plan already. And he's like, no, I don't even know everything yet. So.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah. So she's really bullying Rand into telling his plans now. Way too perilous to wait. But Rand's just like, well, the knight has ears. I'm not going to do it now. So then Rand does meet up with folks. And Ruar also agrees. Yeah, Moraine's right. Then this night was about drag cars getting to you, Rand. Yep. And next is going to be Soulless. So Ruark's thinking ahead of the game, right? He's just like, next comes Soulless. What the hell do we do then? Because you know, I think Soulless are a weakness for even the IE. You know, we've seen that before in the Stone. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just- no, they they just yeah. walk right past you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, and I love this. Apparently, the Shadow just happened to pack up last night and leave before all this mayhem, right? Mm-hmm. They just happened to. Yes. That's fishy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and well, is just saying, like, yeah, Kuladin cool probably just pl- plans to meet with Savannah to influence her against Rand, and it's probably going to work because she's all about trouble. Great. Right? Yeah. yeah. Still fishy. Yep. They had to know in advance, right? This is where you go, mm-hmm. Who tipped them off, or did they tip someone
0: off? Right. Well, yeah, right, right, possibly. Uh, maybe. Yeah, he probably knew. I'm, I mean, I'm sure there are some dreamwalking uh, wise ones among the the shido, so they probably knew that everybody was meeting LK, LK at El Elcaredol. You know, he probably just yeah. assumed that that that's where they were heading, so he was going to cut them off, so he could and and probably try and influence as many other clans as he can. You know,
1: because he's a ends- prick. Yeah, well, we knew that. He's he's got little dog syndrome, without a doubt. Yep. Um. It ends in Rand's, voicing just like, "Ah, fuck, custom. We're leaving for Alcare today." And Matt's agreeing to join, recognizing at last there is a pull of Taviran on him because why did I just say I'm coming? And he hears Rand doing this crazy chuckle behind him.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Anything you
1: want to read from Rand's dialogue?
0: Um, I just, uh, we kind of skipped over the fact that Ruark basically tells him that he's, you know, he's going to make sure that, did we already cover this? That he's going to make sure that uh, Rand is, you know, guarded at all times. And the, the maidens, and she says, for some reason, the maidens have volunteered for this task. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh-huh.
1: Probably because of some custom, and they think he has the hots for Avienda. Uh,
0: really maybe, that. maybe. And Rand's like, oh, if they wish it, that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, and yeah,
1: it's probably about time I have some protection, huh?
0: And I love I love that uh, Ruark, this is what Ruark says. He's like, they will watch better than anyone else, having asked for the task. I do not mean to leave it to them alone, however. So basically, everybody's yeah. going to be watching them. Um, and then that's when we also skipped over, uh, Rand saying, "I will, I will choose out. I think ten red shields for my honor, and the maidens will provide yours." And Rand's basically like, "Nope, we're fucking taking everybody. Every possible warrior is going, is coming with us." All right. So I, I just, I love that he's just like badass motherfucker. Let's go.
1: Yeah, like I said, fuck custom. We're going. Um. So my thoughts about this chapter, I had a moment where I was like, oh, hey, did Lanfear help him again by helping him wake up out of that dream? Know what I mean? I mean, I get she was all, like, protective and doing her um, possessive thing with, you know,
0: Loose Baron, yeah.
1: whatever, Reborn. But had Rand not woken up, would Avienda have been the next victim followed by Rand? Know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Possibly okay i don't know i don't know but. but
1: otherwise again kind of a straightforward chapter i guess the question is are the Shido siding with Dirk, friends suddenly yeah Some i mean the mystery that's kind of, 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 of the suspicious. peddlers but yeah yeah rand's hand is being forced which also actually gives him credit he keeps thinking kind of crazy like like no time no time no time and now it's like no really there is no time we're going
0: exactly and he knows that he's gonna offend some i mean this is a big no-no right Um, yeah it is and he's like i'm I'm just gonna have to they're gonna have to accept my apology because there's not really anything else i can't i I don't have time to wait a month for everybody to get together so i can start there's that word again laying my plans you know yeah so so
1: all right anything else
0: no that's the end of the chapter
1: I mean, we. I guess we should highlight one wise one is now dead, right? Sienna's
0: Yes, we. Did the eldest lose of the eldest. No, bears the eldest of the eldest. Uh oh, Siana, okay. Siana had graying hair, but she didn't. I don't. I, okay. So, yeah, she's one of them that that couldn't channel.
1: But she did support Rand more than. Malene. Malene. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. No, she was. So,
1: note to self. She,
0: she was a much easier going, wise one than Melane, and in a lot of ways, even Emmys. You know. Oh yeah. So.
1: All right. Fuck Mary Kill.
0: Are you Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Um, I actually I decided to fuck fear because I think she helped Rand wake up. Okay. So I, I'm not into the vampirism. That's not my thing. I'm not into her like being weirdly. Attacking him in the water, like wrapping herself around him, sounds a bit being abusive kind of, in yeah, a way. Yeah,
0: being kind of uh, uh, possessive. It didn't sound consensual. Right? No, no, it consensual, definitely wasn't.
1: All about it. Yeah. Non-consensual, creepy.
0: Yeah. No. It was um, definitely not. This is
1: a chapter I have to marry Amos because I love her punishments for Avienda. I just am like, you go, you go, girl. Hell yeah. You tell her how to. <laughs> Be a proper wise one and not let your emotions control you. So go get angry at rugs. Um, <laughs> I decided to kill Savannah. I feel like she's going to be a storm to be reckoned with. So she's, again, the Shido roof mistress, kind of roof mistress. But her roof isn't as big as she wanted it to be before her husband died, basically. You know. so I don't yep. trust her.
0: No, they specifically said she. Uh, she specifically... Chose uh, Muradin over Kuladin because she knew the Muradin was going to be, or she thought the Muradin was going to be the next clan chief and she wanted to marry a clan chief. So. Yeah, gold so, digger. Yeah. In a way. Nah, she's she's not good news. She's rotten to me. Water digger. Yeah. Whatever
1: they'd call it in Aya land. <laughs> All right. Well, who are your fuckmare kill?
0: Oh, man. I don't even know for this chapter. I. Okay. So. I'm going to fuck the random maiden who kind of flirts with Matt a little bit. The the one that All says, right. You dance your spear well, gambler. Strange yeah. days when trolls come to Cold Cold Rock's hold. And she's also the one that said, Are you a batter leader among the wetlanders? You know. Yeah. And he just kinda of doesn't give her any Isn't time of day. Cute? But she's kind of, she's, I always read that she was kind of flirting with him because, you know, she was like, Hey. This oh, yeah. guy's. This guy's got skills.
1: Let me hit on you. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I will. Uh, I will marry Ruark.
1: Ooh, always a good choice.
0: Yeah, he just he just gives good advice. He's just he's just always there. Um, oh yeah,
1: he was the first at the ready. It was like
0: yep, he yep, stud. He's yeah, he's he's just a he's badass. Sad. He's you know, I mean, we've talked about it. he's he's on the same level as Land, right?
1: Yep. Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, and then kill. I know I've done it before, but I'm gonna kill Assandra because he's just a stuck up oh, okay. bitch, right? Just like like not even giving Matt the time of day.
1: Yeah, that that was weird, wasn't it? So yeah. we have to think what was going through in her mind. Because she has flirted with
0: him before, so yeah. For, for... So she
1: wanted something out of that interaction, but this one, she's like, got something else going on. Yeah, it is weird.
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: <sighs> All right, but okay. that's our episode. So yeah. until next time, everyone, be excellent to each other
0: and party on, dudes. Thank you for listening to this episode of The as Apprentice.
1: The Gleeman's Apprentice is available on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Breaker, and Radio Public.
0: Our theme song is written by Twitch Avery and performed by Andrew Bard of Time.